0: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my first podcast called A Closet in a Dream. It's Thursday, October 4th, 2018, and my name is Mr. Emma. I created this podcast to educate and inform people of all races and nationalities what's on an intelligent black man's mind. Rappers and athletes don't define all black men, despite some of y'all's ignorance. I mean, I love hip-hop and sports. However, I'm tired of them being the voice of the common black man. Unfortunately, they have to be very cautious of what they say, and I somewhat understand that because they have lots to lose. However, I don't have to be that cautious because I'm broke and broadcasting straight out of my closet here at home, so I'll feed it to you raw. My podcast is not designed to bash others. I am not a part of the seek and destroy mentality and movement that's currently going on. I don't believe in tearing down others. So if you're looking for gossip, the parking lot, which basically means get the F out. But if you want to hear quality discussions about valid topics that affect our communities, then come on in, kick back, and enjoy yourself. I'll be more than happy to make room in my closet for you. I'm positive that you will be very entertained while laughing and enjoying the rawness of my podcast. So let's get to it. First of all, I would like to thank God, Allah, and Yahweh for waking me up this morning. And yes, I thanked all three of them. That way, I'm fully covered. Wow. I would just like to say my podcast is based solely on my thoughts and opinions. So, always keep in mind that an opinion is like an asshole and they often stink. <coughs> and it can get mighty funky in here oftentimes. So, please keep you a can of air freshener close by always when you tune in. I'm using lavender today, but the choice is all yours. I also have a saying that I got from a local legendary MC that you might want to get used to on my podcast. Ray the J would broadcast live every Friday night from Club Expo in the 1980s, and he would say, pretty girls welcome, ugly girls the parking lot. So when you hear me say the parking lot, you definitely know what time it is. All right, first topic. I'm an Uncle Tom and a proud one. It's starting to get funky in here already. Growing up, I would hear blacks refer to other blacks as Uncle Toms. If you would have called me an Uncle Tom even a few years ago, I would have definitely disciplined you for such, or at least tried. But now, I embrace that term. See... I was taught and misinformed that Uncle Tom was a Massa's boy, just like most others' blacks. Yes, Massa, theys a going to try and escape tonight. I thought he lived and breathed for Massa only, but what's very interesting is, that's total BS. Uncle Tom was a Christian figure and hero portrayed in the book Uncle Tom's Cabin, written by Harriet Beecher Stowe. Uncle Tom was ultimately beaten to death by a cruel master simply because of his sacrificial heart for others. He refused to betray the location of two black women at the time who had escaped from slavery. He would also do things like take cotton out of his bag and put it in the other slaves' bag so they wouldn't get a whipping. Hmm. See, certain people have created a corrupt social engineering system that states, we must get black people to see the world through the eyes of our white counterparts to keep them contained. So they indeed fabricated most, if not all, of our history. <coughs> it's getting the extra funk in here. And whoo, somebody just dropped a Dookie bomb, And it smells worse than the Megabus toilet. So basically... That means that we have been giving all these past and present coons and massa puppets the highest praise out here when we call them Uncle Tom's. The more appropriate term for them is Sambo. Little black Sambo, little black Sambo. Little black Sambo is a derogatory term for a black man whom one finds is weak or physically inferior kind of sounds like most of these new millennial rappers, huh? Uh Uh-oh. Getting a little tank tank again up in here, but we'll save that one for another day. So big ups to all my Uncle Toms out there. Much love and respect to you, my brothers, and to all my Sambo's. The parking lot. Next topic. Is there really such a thing as a happy black person? Come to think of it, I know two or three happy black campers in my life currently. Campers meaning people, of course. Could this be because we are tricked into thinking we're depressed? Hmm. Or could it be because we still compare ourselves and lifestyles to white America? Hmm. Obviously, They created our social and economic structure. I mean, even if you live under a rock, you should know that. In fact, you're probably living under that rock due to that sole reason. (laughs) The Bible instructs us to eat, drink, and be merry. Well, we're definitely eating and drinking out here, but I don't see merry anywhere in sight. So Mary, if you're tuning in and listening, and I hope you are, please come save us, black people, because we definitely need you now more than ever. Our communities suffer from low self-esteem and negativity. Maybe if we stop playing copycat, we can come together. Quick question. Why do we think we have to have everything that white have? See, that's the problem right there. Some of us even want their skin. Smells like monkey nuts in here. I remember growing up and reading the National Geographic magazines. They would have articles and pictures of African tribes. They seemed so content and happy. Basically, they were at peace with themselves. Why was that? Maybe it was because they believe in simplicity. They don't have to compete with each other's material possessions. So there is very little to no jealousy amongst them. They have no worries of who has the nicest car, house, or who dresses the best. Everyone is basically the same. So maybe that's it. Let's think about back when blacks were segregated in the United States. We policed our own communities and basically we're all in the same financial bracket. We loved and supported one another's businesses. So let me make a brief observation about that. Nowadays, we will go get our nails done by one race. We will buy our hair products from another race. And yes, those are two different races. Do your research. And we also will pass by the black-owned stores just to save a couple of dollars. But here's the kicker. If all blacks just supported other black-owned businesses, then their prices can actually get better and cheaper, which I'll complain complaining behind. My homeboy, B, big shout-out to you, B, just told me a story about a situation at the casino recently. He stated that he was in the casino the other day and walked up to a machine, put his money in, and it instantly hit. Then the man beside him, got up, and walked off. He came back 30 seconds later with an older woman. She told my homeboy, that's my machine, and I put all my money in there. And B was in total shock, as he should have been. See, the first problem with that was that she called it her machine, as if she packed it up every night and took it home to bone it. Ooh, machine. You made Granny feel so good. Mmm. Secondly, the man playing beside B didn't say a word when B approached the machine to play on it. There was no evidence of anyone holding that machine for her. In fact, she was at another machine playing on the next aisle. But here's the kicker it was actually a penny machine, and B had hit for $3.80. The lady even complained to the slot manager about it, saying that that's her money. Of course, it was nothing that they could do because B had done nothing wrong. But that's the state of our culture now. I was on YouTube earlier and saw a very disturbing comment on a song that I was listening to. First of all, I would like to give a huge shout out to all the negative YouTube commentators. Y'all are doing an awesome job of being the worms and scum of the earth. Big ups to you. You have no constructive criticism, only hate. Anyways, the worm commented on a new song. He said, I'm the first here person here to hit this light, but I actually love the song. I want to curse, so i just move on. See, that's the mentality we live in now. And that could possibly be linked to where all this depression is coming from. Misery loves company, so they love to comment on misery too. Everyone should just disable their comments, and that will help weed out all the negativity. Just make it about likes and dislikes without the comments. The majority of them are negative comments anyways. The two easiest things to do in today's time is to complain and judge. And let me tell you, black people, we have mastered that. We are definitely the Kung Fu masters of hate. There is not one person or thing on this earth, including God, that you couldn't find something to complain about. We got a black president, and most blacks still complain about him. I don't like him. He's a sellout. He ain't doing nothing for my black lazy ass. And I would like to state that blacks as a whole are progressing, but we're too busy complaining and judging to realize it. Okay, I would like for you to try this out. See how long you can go in a day without judging or complaining about someone or something. Complaining and judging solves nothing. Just makes things worse. Think about how many people are never satisfied these days about anything. Have you ever noticed how the Hispanics are? They know that they are hated by whites also, but they choose not to whine and complain about it. They rather just work their asses off and make their lives and situations better. Meanwhile, we just sit around and throw shade on them singing kumbaya. All right. Next topic, social media impact. I love the internet, but I am not a fan of social media at all. Social media has become very evil. It's full of hate and can basically destroy someone's life with lies. Social media nowadays thrives off of lies, negativity, and hate. Black women and men want everyone to believe that they have it going on. People taking pics, Of other people's cars and homes claiming that it's their own. Rappers posting pictures with fake money and jewelry. (laughs) (laughs) Black women posting pics of their fake hair and purses. Let's not also forget the fake breasts and booties. Mighty tank tank up in here, up in here. It's all about who posted the most fake prop movie money or about who got the biggest fake ass these days. It's mighty amazing how many rich young blacks there are now according to social media. The reason I say this is simply because I have never seen a broke black young person on IG or Snapchat. As of 2018, 9 million blacks live in poverty. But where are they? Because they're definitely not on social media. I mean, I must admit that I account for one of those persons living below the poverty level. But where are my other 8,999,000 associates? So are the statistics false? False. Or are you lying? There goes this smell again. Recently, the story about Jeffrey Owens has been all over the news. He played Elvin on the Cosby Show. Because of the Bill Cosby situation, he had to get a job. Mr. Cosby set it up where the whole cast could get paid for the rest of their lives through syndication episodes. You can say what you want about Bill Cosby, but that was a gangster move. Straight checkmate. By the way, it's amazing how the media always finds a way to tear down prominent black successful men in their latter years. There goes another topic for another podcast. So back to Jeffrey. Since the Cosby Show got canceled, he had to get a job at Trader Joe's. Here's my concern about that. First of all, Trader Joe's pays decent wages along with health, vision, and even dental benefits. That's not so bad when you think about it. Of course, it's a far cry from his Cosby Show syndication checks, but it can definitely help him feed his family. Celebrities have been coming to his aid left and right, and I applaud that big ups to y'all. But don't forget about us other 9 million Blacks living under the poverty level. So let's now talk about the internet outside of social media. Oh, you didn't even know that existed, huh? There really shouldn't be not one misinformed young Black person anymore. When I was young, we had to rely on encyclopedias. I know y'all youngsters are like, what's an encyclopedia? So allow me to tell you. Encyclopedias are a set of books giving information on many subjects or on many aspects of one subject and typically arranged alphabetically. They came out once a year and most blacks really couldn't afford them. In my opinion, They were full of lies and deception anyways, especially when it came to all of our history. So most blacks just accepted what they said. We really never had the truth collectively as a whole until the invention of the internet. That was most definitely the ultimate gift from our higher being. Thus came Google. Google can answer millions and millions of questions. So now, We basically have knowledge at our our fingertips as blacks. Therefore, it shouldn't be any misinformed young black people anywhere in the United States of America. But unfortunately, the evil powers that be began to saturate the internet with distractions such as porn and social media. Now, instead of Googling our real history, The majority seem to spend their time lying about what they have on social media or either striking while watching porn. Striking meaning masturbating. We are very judgmental on social media and constantly tear each other down. People who have never ever met and who live thousands of miles from each other hate, bully, and troll each other online. It's all about who's the biggest troll you can actually become famous and making a living off of trolling people. <sniffs> Why is that? Maybe the evil powers that be use trolling to their advantage. I mean, nothing positive comes from trolling. You can also become famous by claiming to be a clone. Wow. Wow. What's so amazing is that one of the most famous rap artists in the world who was recently released from jail in May of 2016 is now considered and called a clone. What's so sad about this is that this dude changed his whole life for the better. He's in shape, got married, and enjoying his life to the fullest. He has done a total 360 and big ups to you, fam but instead of praising him, social media rather call him a clone. See, the evil powers that be don't want you to accept that he's a changed man and no longer behaving like Sambo. Little black Sambo, there he goes. Little black Sambo. It's like the crabs in the bucket mentality. It's sad that social media adore him When he was Sambo and lost and out of control. But now that he's a changed man, a black king, you try and tear him down. Basically, what you're saying is that that ain't the same dude that went in. This dude loves himself now. And I liked him more when he was fat, miserable, and hated himself just like me. (laughs) Concubines and Little Black Sambos. A concubine is a woman who cohabits with a man to whom she is not legally married, especially one regarded as socially or sexually subservient, a mistress, a secondary wife, usually of inferior rank. A little black sambo, again, is a de- derogatory term for a black man whom one finds is weak or physically inferior. So what are you? It's alarming how many concubines are being misrepresented as being true, actual queens. When I look at music and social media these days and see all the self-titled queens, I really don't see any. Concubines have to sell themselves as queens. What I mean is, they title themselves as such and just keep pouring it down our throats, basically. Why is that? Hmm. I'm a black man and a proud black man. Wouldn't have it any other way, even if I had the chance to do it all over again. Wow. As a black man, I have never ever had to announce that I'm a black man. If you have eyes, you will see my blackness. And if you have ears, you will hear my blackness. So again, why do self-titled queens always have to announce themselves as such? A true king already knows a true queen when he sees one. Hashtag facts. Wow. So basically, concubines want to be queens. And what's so funny about that is that all black women are born queens. You were queens by nature. But your attitude, along with your low self-esteem and self-awareness, causes you to become a concubine. <sniffs> nose like some monkey nuts up in here. Woo! Woo! Let's address the elephant in the room. Black queens have been suffocated by concubines. And it's totally unfair to our queens. We have basically let concubines become the voice of our strong black women. Notice that I'm not saying black concubines. Hmm. That's because concubines come in all colors. Just ask Bill Cosby. (sniffs) (sniffs) Let me stop right there and say this. If he's guilty, then he should be punished to the extent of the law. If he's not, is totally unfair. I wasn't there and neither were you. I see a whole lot of judgment going on these days and the concubines are going in hard on them. As a black man, he donated $22 million in 1988 to the historical, historical black colleges and universities across the United States. With inflation, that's about... million these days. Meanwhile, the little black Sambo's have probably donated that much to the strip clubs. (sniffs) (sniffs) Smells like monkey nuts. So basically, the quote unquote Bill Cosby Devil has some good in him after all. Then King Sambo O.J., The blueprint to the little black sambo had the balls to weigh in on the situation. OJ, breaking news. All of us know you did it. Wow. Anyways, back to the concubines. How is it that we put so much stock these days in what a concubine has to say? In biblical times, concubines remained silent and knew their place. Maybe you should follow suit. So let's talk about all the little black Sambos of the world. We are the Sambos. We are the Sambos. we the Sambos of the world, Craig. Little black Sambos, we see you on television with your fake jewelry, spewing your lies to our kids. Wow, little black Sambo. We see you hanging out with Becky. Wow, little black Sambo. We see your hypocrisy when you preach blackness. yet go and marry a white woman. Wow, little black Sambo. We see your lust and weaknesses for the local and national concubines of the world. Black Queens, let me give you the answer to the question that's been hunting you forever. Drum roll, please. Little Black sambo's are intimidated by you, but true kings still desire you. Wow. So, Black Queens, don't base your self-worth and value on Little Black Sambo. Us true kings still see you, and still love and respect you to the utmost. So let's get ready to wrap things up with my final thought. It's amazing how so many young black women these days refer to themselves as Barbies, and how many young black men are so called savage now. Ladies, the last I checked, which was just the other day, Barbie is a pale white, frail doll with long blonde hair and no vagina. Hmm. That doesn't sound like any Black woman that I know. The sisters that I see refer to themselves as such on social media are actually stacked like brick houses. She is a brick house. Mm-mm-mm-mm. What's so disturbing about this is that Nefertiti and Cleopatra were considered to be two of the most beautiful women that ever walked the earth. And guess what? They were both black queens. Wow. Funny how no white woman was referred as such in biblical times. Or were white people even around then? So sisters, why are you not referring to yourselves as such? I don't see Barbie when I look at you at all. I see black queens. So queens Let's stop wearing the beauty supply barbie chains and making them even richer from your lack lack of knowledge or just simply not caring. I'm a black man, but far from savage. There is not a savage bone in my body. Savage means of an animal, and I am not an animal. A white person calls you a nigger, then death is in your eyes. But if that same white person calls you a savage, then you take it as a compliment. (sniffs) Sounds like the new word for nigger to me. Anyways, thanks for lending me your precious ears. I most definitely appreciate it, and I hope that I can make you think and also wise up about some of the things that are currently going on. Be blessed, and remember that I don't just like you. I love you. Peace.